Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Welcome, it's Friday, it's Dungeon Crawlers Radio, and it's Friday the 13th, which means, um, well, for what some of out? you, some of you, uh, you're gonna stay, be staying away from black cats, not walking under, uh, ladders, and, uh, never opening an umbrella in the house, but, what does that mean? I tell you, Jess, when you walked out of the house today, what was the first thing I said? Be careful, it's Friday the 13th. Yep. But, you, but know, you know what, we've had an amazing day. Yeah, so with that said... Really- with that said, you guys sound like you've had an awesome day, and we're going to be talking about Captain America, uh, Civil War, which was an amazing movie. So, um, so for, I'll be honest, like my expectations weren't out of this world for that no, movie, but I it exceeded it everything. It. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I was, I was going to see it in theaters, obviously, but it was kind of like, uh, I'll see it when it'll get around to it. We had a lot going on, yeah. we making a movie and stuff, and like... He took me for Mother's Day, and oh my gosh, like, you know, people say, oh, it's good, it's good, but I knew when one of our film buddies was like, I promise I wasn't going to say anything, but (laughs) it was freaking awesome, and he's Mm -hmm. pretty hard to impress, so. Well, I I just want to, I want to throw this out right now. If you haven't seen the movie, turn the show off now. Turn it off. Go see the movie, and come back. So... It's I, I, definitely worth the watch, guys. Like, yeah, yeah. this is the best Marvel movie, in my opinion, to come out in like maybe five years. I well, it's yeah. like the most emotional. You know, I mean, everyone has its little climaxes, little emotions mm-hmm. at the end, but this one was really emotional. Well, I want to, I want to throw this out here. So, I'm a huge Superman fan. I was really looking forward to Super Batman versus Superman. It wasn't as impressive as I ha- had hoped. This movie is a hundred times better, in my opinion. I mean, Yeah, you know, we had a friend last night that was like, oh, I hate it when people compare the two because they're two different movies. And in that instance, I'll agree. But when you're looking at it from a standpoint of movies and the quality mm-hmm. of the movie and the quality of storytelling, Civil War just takes it all. Oh, it does. Well, yeah. and, and it works really well as its own, like, Avengers movie, even though it is Captain America. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really ties the storylines together really well. And I was... I was kind of confused at what angle they were going at here because a lot of us were wondering is it, you know, is it all about Bucky? Is it about the registration act that they were trying to enforce? Um, they found it, a really good balance. They did. Yeah. Flowing. I was really worried when I first heard about how many characters were being pushed into this movie. Yeah. It would turn into like Spider Man 3 with way too many villains or way too many heroes and that. We would lose a lot of the foundation of these characters with how many people there were. But 
I don't know what they did, but it felt like every single character had the appropriate amount of screen time, mm-hmm. had the appropriate amount of setup. Even new characters that we haven't seen in this cinematic universe yet, they really established a very strong foundation for every single character. And I didn't feel like any one of them didn't have enough screen time. I felt well, like everybody was appropriately represented. What I, I think they I did... I wanted more of some people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there definitely was that, but I, I think what they did right is we really had one central villain. Yeah, oh, yeah. that was pulling the storyline, and then we had the overlying story arc with you know Cap and uh, Iron Man, and I do agree that throwing in the new characters, which you know I was super worried about Spider Man coming into this, how they were going to do it, it worked out beautifully. I mean, throwing. I mean, throwing Ant-Man into the mix, uh, the Black Panther came in really well. Um, I mean, Ant-Man was perfect, you know. Paul Rudd is that kind of goofy guy, and him coming in is that goofy, like, Captain America. And I'm still shaking your hand. And and then he turns to to Scarlet Witch and goes, and you're good, good too. And, you know, he's kind of like this, oh, yeah, I should probably start pointing out other guys. And then, you know, he kind of nods – Gives the nod to the Falcon because he showed up in Ant Man, and yeah, you know, and he's like, and you know, he's calling him Tic Tac the whole time, and it's just like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. That's a great example too of a character that I hadn't fully grasped onto. Like Mm -hmm. his movie was good, and it was actually better for me the second and third time. But in this movie, I felt like Paul Rudd really was Ant Man. Like, oh yeah. Oh my gosh, the part when Tony Stark was like, does anybody else have <laughs> any amazing abilities that maybe... <laughs> that no one else has brought up? I mean, that was awesome where, you know, he's like, I have this other thing that I can do, but I, I've only done it once in a, in a you know, in a laboratory and um, I might rip myself apart, but hey, I'm going to do it. And then he hits the button and becomes super. I mean, he becomes he giant like man. King Kong. He's just like throwing people yeah. around. And they made that work. When I first heard that they were going to have the giant Ant Man in it, I was yeah. like, "Oh, I really hope they don't mess this up." It was and it was so, so good. Funny. Oh, it was. It well, it was hilarious just because of his eye. I mean, his eyes. Like he was like, "Oh, I did it!" And you know, he's got a hold of iron or war machine, and he's throwing them around, and he's. Hitting things, it was awesome. Something just flew inside me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, just the comedy in in the and this is one thing I think that Marvel does well is they balance the stress, the emotions, and the the tense uh, themes that are going through the movie, and then you get that counterbalance of perfect comedy right in there that just that's how it differs from dc yeah. too because like the whole time he's fighting superman like this is really cool it's really epic but at the same time like i'm really stressed out mm-hmm. i don't know how to feel about this Dude, and they were I able to lighten pretty, up the humor man here. i was yeah. pretty stressed out at the end of this movie though oh yeah when he's fighting captain america oh yeah, yeah. before man, we get to you. that let me just say you know we we're talking about how we felt like there was um Everybody got some really good screen time. I have to say, this is the first... I'm going to say Avengers movie because it felt like an Avengers yeah. movie. It's the first time in a while that I've been able to say, oh my gosh, I didn't get too much of something I didn't want. Like, the yeah. la- the All Avengers time. 2, dude, I couldn't have given two craps about um, Black Widow and Hulk's relationship. Yeah. And every time they were on screen, I was just pulled out of the story. Yeah. Yeah. And this didn't happen at all. 
And I felt like I should have felt like that with Scarlet Witch and Vision, but I didn't. I absolutely loved both of their they, characters. Because they didn't push it too hard. Yeah. No, they didn't. It, it wasn't being forced down your throat. It was it was very subtle. Um, so, I mean, with that being said, how did you feel about how they introduced Spider-Man? And because we didn't get the origin story as we've always gotten with the new Spider-Man. Oh, I've seen too many origin stories. I, I wasn't, I didn't want, I wanted Uncle Ben to already be out of the picture. I didn't, I, I hated when I found out how young he was, but mm-hmm. when I saw it, I loved it. I absolutely loved how young and naive and just, he's just excited to be there, you know? This is yeah. a prime example of Marvel telling you, I told you so. And yeah. Yeah. We were all freaking out when we saw him for the first time. Like, oh, they ruined him. He looks like a cartoon. And I got to be honest with you. Everybody hated, you know, from the very beginning, what was the only thing I said I loved about the Spider-Man? His costume. Mm -hmm. And his costume was... Rad. It was rad, man. And the fact they explained it, why he has the eyes that he has, Mm -hmm. because he needs that tunnel vision. His senses are so sensitive that he's just like all over the place if he doesn't have those kind of i guess mm-hmm. blinders yeah like it's really it was really cool very well explained and his age was like very well like established i love that he was yeah. so young it was it made the cast feel more balanced oh yeah. yeah it definitely did and i do i do have to agree i you know that was one thing that really bugged me was the eye movement how that it moved in but once they explained that you know Tony had built those lenses specifically for him to to help him focus. That's like, okay, that makes sense. I can deal yeah. with this. And this it, it it brought more to the Spider-Man character in my opinion because you know, we do know he has the spider senses and he's got these hyper senses. Right. It makes more sense for him to have so- these lenses that help him focus and kind of give him that tunnel vision like you said. So I really like Spider-Man. And of course, while Spider-Man was fighting Giant Man, we got a really cool Star Wars, you know, uh, (laughs) thing snuck in there, which was amazing. I mean, I, I busted a gut listening to that. Uh, You know, it's fun. Yeah, he really is. Like, cause you know, like when you're watching this stuff, you're like a kid mm-hmm. and you're just like, Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Oh my gosh, that's so, so cool. And now you have somebody that's in the movie. That's like, Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Like, yeah. he's like, <laughs> and people kept telling me like, he's like a kid friendly Deadpool, which he's always been in the comic book. He's yes. always had the sense of he humor. He talks so yes. much. He's just like, okay, I don't know how many fights you've been in, but <laughs> you don't know, there's not, I'm not about this much talking. He's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> well, there's also the scene where he's fighting, uh, Bucky and he, Bucky goes to punch him and he grabs his arm and goes, Dude, you got a metal arm? I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, I um, mean, and and that is that is how Spider-Man is. He's he's a wisecracker. He just speaks his mind. And you're right. He is he is the the counterbalance to Deadpool. You know, Deadpool is that wisecracker, but more towards the adult side, where Spider-Man's the talker towards the kid kid side. Um, he's Spider-Man that's been through a lot of crap. Yes, <laughs> maybe a lot of whorehouses. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, they really did this Spider-Man justice. We've been waiting for this for a very long time mm-hmm. to see a Spider-Man that's true to the comics, that's true to the character, true to Peter Parker, and I feel like we finally got it. Not to say that you know Sam Raimi's Spider-Man wasn't good; it was great. But this is like 
different. You know, yeah, it definitely different. is. Apples and oranges. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I love both of them, but I'm telling you right now, like, this well, Spider-Man nailed it. And, like, yeah. I think that, for me, it was a little weird that Aunt May was so young, but I absolutely loved how they played her character that I just didn't even care. Yeah. Like, she was funny, she was quirky. I and Tony loved... Stark was, like, so hot for her. <laughs> <laughs> she was so hot for Tony Stark. I mean, geez. And, like... Um, I was telling him last night, it, was, it made me a little nervous because he was so perfect in a way because he was so balanced with the other cast that it does make me a little nervous having him in a standalone star, uh, mm-hmm. Spider-Man film. But at the same time, if it is from here on out, then we're very lucky that we've met the Avengers with him because I feel like they're also going to be somewhat a part of the Spider-Man film. And if that's something that they're planning on doing, then that's going to be amazing. Well, we already we already know that Tony Stark is going to be in the in oh, Spider-Man: so, Homecoming. That's so, so cool. great. Um, and we do know in the comic books that Spider-Man does show up in the Affinity Wars, which is what we're building up to. So we're probably going to see Spider-Man there. And during the Infinity Wars, if I remember my comic books right, that's where Spider-Man ends up getting the symbiote. Um, oh man, that's uh, the so that, uh, yeah, that becomes Venom. Venom so yeah. we may eventually that may lead up to the to the Venom story and stuff like that, which would be really cool. Um, now I really like I really do like this Spider Man. I think we're we've got a really good start. We're not we don't need the origin story. They've already kind of kicked him off with Captain America, which I think is perfect. Um, and you can already kind of see a budding relationship there with Captain America and him where, you know, at the very end he asks where he's from and he's like Queens and he's like Brooklyn and then runs off. So, um, very, very well yeah. integrated character in this movie. I'm so excited for Homecoming now. Like, I, I haven't said since high school. But. I absolutely loved um, when uh, Hawkeye and um, uh, Black Widow are fighting and they're like, we're still friends, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think... I think his. You're taking it easy on him. You're holding your punches. Well, I, th- I think his exact quote is: "Is it depends on how hard you punch me, or something like that." Um, which is very interesting because you do see that that friendship in there. And oh yeah, they've been together yeah. since. I mean, they literally like. If he wasn't married with kids already, I mean, they're literally like a work couple, and they've been together for so long. And, you know, it's just, it was kind of crazy that mm-hmm. moment you realize, oh my gosh, they're on opposite sides of each other. Yeah. And then they look at each other like, oh, thank goodness, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. I think they were the two most, like, grounded characters when it comes to, um, what do you call it, being neutral. Yeah. You know, where yeah. they were just kind of like, this is a weird situation, this is an uncomfortable situation, we're yeah. just going to try to make the best of what's Super going on. Super uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, and I mean. They, they made the best of it. They, I mean, they're. They're just normal people that have really good fighting skills, where the other ones are kind of super-powered people. So let's kind of move forward uh, to, you know, in the trailer we saw that War Machine got blasted out of the sky. A lot of us kind of thought maybe it was uh, Bucky that had done that. But when the scene actually pans out, Vision fires off a blast to hit Falcon's uh, end thrusters. He shuts off his thing, dives, and it hits War Machine. I mean, do you think that is going to affect the Vision character moving forward? Absolutely. I think he is going to realize that he he said that he was distracted. He was obviously distracted by his feelings for Scarlet Witch. Yeah. I think it's going to make him shut down a little bit and become a little less open to having emotions. Yeah, he's becoming more emotionally vulnerable. 
And I think from I think that point he on. Realized, he realized that, that he's vulnerable. And I don't. I think he's going to kind of pull back a little bit on okay. emotions. I mean, I, I do know in the comic books that's been played with that where Vision does have feelings for the Scarlet Witch. Um, which, well, he does now. Yeah, and, you know, but she doesn't feel that back because he's kind of a machine and so forth, so on and so forth. So it'll be interesting. Like, sure. <laughs> how they how they plan that out? Um, so I mean, really, so this who is Scarlet Witch with in the comics? What Scarlet Witch? Uh, so she's actually Magneto's daughter. Um, right. Who she end up with? Um, oh, who is it that she ends up with? I can't, I can't remember. I she does have children, and I can't remember who she ends up with. She, um. I'll have to look that up really quick. Mystique, we... Mystique ends up with Gambit, right? Um, no, Gambit no, is wrote. son. No, no, no. Mystique ends up with Azazel. Not Gambit, sorry. Azazel. And then their son is Nightcrawler. Yeah. That's yeah. so weird that this new X-Men has got them the same age. It's weird. Well, while we're waiting for <laughs> yes. backups, did you get it? Uh, I have, I'm still looking for it, so that's okay. So, I wanted to hear um, your opinion on another character that dropped in this movie. Dude. Fresh character, new character in Black Panther. Oh my gosh! So, so Black Love. Yeah, so Black Panther's been a character that I really haven't liked um, in the past. You know, through cartoons or comics that I've seen, but I really like this Black Panther. You no, know, some people didn't like him. I I gotta tell you, first off, I love Bozeman, um, mm-hmm. Chadwick, and I. I love him, and we just watched Draft Day before we went to see it, so I was very emotionally attached, I think, still to him um, and his character, and then we went and saw it, and, I mean, he, for me, the reason why, for for one, oh my gosh, his costume, the way he moves, the way Mm -hmm. he fights, it's like Beast and Wolverine mixed with Catwoman. I mean, there's just no other way to describe it, the way he jumps, the way he claws, I mean, it's just incredible, And, and... me being the cat lover that I am, absolutely loved it. I loved it that it was so ferocious because Catwoman's is a little playful and feminine, and his was just beast mode. I loved it. Oh yeah. And like, and then also the fact that his character was the only character that had the, and I was explaining this to Jared last night, that had the freshest wound, that had the most, that was closest to the tragedy. That happened to him personally, and he was the only one that was able to cross over and forgive. He yeah. was he ended up being the man in the beginning looking for vengeance, and by the end of the story, he was the moral compass. And that was absolutely cool. I love that they did that with his character. Um, I loved him looking into the eyes of the man that killed his father and being able to say, I don't want to be anything like you. I see it eating you alive. Yeah. And I can't do that to my father, to myself, you know. And and it, it's it was really cool. He's no. a very honorable character too, because he's a king now. Like he was a prince at the beginning, and now he's a king. And he knew what that mantle uh, represented and the responsibilities that came with it. Because um, the Black Panther is more of a title given to um, the warrior of what was it, Wakanda, yeah. his futuristic African society. And 
he really took it seriously. And I felt like there was quite a bit of honor involved in his character. And then once he realized what the honor represented, truly represented at the end of the movie, right. he made the difficult decision to spare his enemy, which, wow. He is a really cool character. They did an excellent job with him in this movie. They definitely did. I mean, they made him a lot more uh, appealing than the comic book character. The comic book character um, is very much that vengeance-driven guy. And so I do like the twist that they brought on with him being, the, like you said, the moral compass, the one that forgave first and re- said, you know, they're tearing each other apart because of their vengeance, their their feelings. He's like, I'm just done. I, I'm done. So that, w- that was great. Um, An interesting fact, too, about Black Panther is that he's been along, around for a very long, long time. Yeah. He's he's. Very, very old character, and it's taken people a long time to attach themselves to him. But um, there was an actor back in the 90s that was really pushing to get a Black Panther movie out, which was uh, Wesley Snipes. As soon as oh, he yeah. was done with Blade, he was pushing and pushing and pushing okay. to start Black Panther. That'd be rude, Panther. but he is not the right person. No, he wasn't. That. He was passionate they about needed, the character, but he, he wasn't the right guy. But he's too cocky. I love that this guy was strong but humble. You know, that's, that makes such an incredible character. That makes such an incredible person, you know? I mean, you think about it, think about even, okay, so we're not talking about superheroes here. Let's just think about incredible athletes that are like that. Paul Amalu is like that. George St. Pierre is like that. These people that are so strong and could literally do anything they wanted, but they're so humble and kind that they pull back. And they do what's right, even though they don't have to. They could rule the world if they wanted to, but they choose to be good people. And I absolutely love that. I love I love that because we, what would we do with that kind of power if we had it? And he, he's a man who made the right choice. Yeah. And that says a lot to me as a character in general. And it takes a very special, special man and a very special personality to play someone like that. Yeah, He did great. He, he did really fantastic. Did. So throughout the whole movie, we saw the conflict with Tony and Captain America. And Tony finally gets to a point where he's like, hey, I was wrong. But then we get to the final. I fi- was so happy at that point. Which everyone was like, oh, okay, we're kind of on this even kill. We're every- things are going to go well. And then the writers pull the wool from over our eye that's been sitting over our eyes away and they revealed that video. That made me sick. I mean it was a really tense moment. Well in and the like movie. when he was like, Did you know? Did you know? <laughs> I didn't know Captain America knew. So I was like, no, he didn't know and then he's like, I knew and I was like <gasps> But I, I didn't know it was him. <laughs> I was yeah. so mad. I was like what I don't think I've been that emotionally disturbed in a movie in quite a, in quite some time. The line that really struck me in the heart was when um, Captain America is telling him he didn't know it wasn't his fault. And he's like, I don't care. He killed my mom. It's like, yeah. what would you do? What would any person do if they're looking in the eyes of the, of the man that killed their parents and that they've been seriously destroyed over mm-hmm. their entire lives because of like it? How can you argue with that line? I don't care. He killed my mom. For yeah. me, what was super cool about that was that um, for the first time, you know, in the very beginning, of uh, very first Captain America, Bucky's character was very lighthearted and mm-hmm. he was, 
very funny and charismatic, and now he's just kind of, you know, like a, a what's it called, a soci- uh, sociopathic, yeah. you know, crazy, won't look you in the eye, OCD, paranoid kind of man. Well, he's beat and down. He's definitely beat down because of everything so he's gone it's through. Like, so I'm watching him, and I'm just like, ugh, you know, he used to be, let's be honest, he used to be so attractive, and now he's just, his personality, the, he hasn't showered in years, he just looks <laughs> awful. Yeah. But it, and I was like, why did he change his character? It's kind of disappointing the actor at that point, but then when he, when Iron Man said, "Did you do you remember, do you remember looking into my mother's eyes, you know, and, and when he says, I remember all of them, that's when it hit me. Oh my gosh, this character is played perfectly. Can you imagine mm-hmm. murdering thousands and thousands of people, yeah. not being able to stop yourself, and just sitting in this in almost like a mental cinema, watching yourself do these horrible things and not being able to do anything about it? Yeah, it would take its toll. It would. Yeah, no, it would, and that's that's why I like what they've done. I mean, they've perfectly executed the storyline where. You're, you, every one of us were emotionally invested in every character they showed on the screen. You know, like you said, they didn't show anything that yanked you out of the movie. Every storyline, you were, you were right there. Bated breath, waiting for the execution, you know, and then when they did the final reveal, everyone was like, holy crap. And then. A runtime of almost three hours. And, you know, that to me is a bit of a long movie. It's like. Yeah hard to maintain your attention and that a, long. And I'm an antsy butt, man. After <laughs> yeah. two and a half hours, my butt starts shifting, and I'm like, all right, what the, get this over with, mm-hmm. you know? But the and whole... I did that with Avengers. I did that with Hobbit. I did that with... But I didn't do that with this. No, because yeah. this movie was, like you were saying, so well executed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, now that the movie's over, I mean, I went, I saw it uh, Monday night, and then immediately went back Tuesday to watch it again. Just to see if there was anything I missed, because it was such a great, fun movie. Oh, what a charmed life you lead! Um, well, it, was, <laughs> it was just luck this week, um, but it was it was just as good going back the second time. You know, sometimes going back the second time, you're just like, oh, I can nod off, or I, yeah, it's okay. I mean, it, it had the same energy that I felt when I went and saw episode well, it seven. Got good rewatching value. Yeah, and well, so it was lots of fun. I'm excited for what happens next. I mean, I think they ended the movie well. You know, with the original store, comic book storyline, Captain America dies. He gets killed. They didn't do that in this movie, but I think they did it just as well and then kind of got him out of the way of the Avengers, but at the same time was able to keep ca- the, the same actor as Captain America moving forward. Well, because he's so big. He's he's an iconic actor in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. But I do think that when he does eventually get killed, that they're going to make the whole movie about that because it's a really big event, you know? Yeah. And I, I actually do think that in Infinity War Part 1, he's going to die, and it's going to revolve mainly around that. And then they're going to have to, maybe like a post credit scene, take Bucky out of that cryo chamber and turn him into Captain America. Hmm. That that could be a possibility. I mean, I it is interesting. Well, they already annou- I'm sorry if I missed this. They already announced um, a couple of days ago that for sure Bucky will be the new um, Captain America. Captain America. Well, I do okay. know that Chris Evans is signed on for three or four more movies, though. That makes so, me nauseous. 
Um, <laughs> so we'll see. That's what he said. That's what they said. Who knows? Maybe he just maybe he just becomes another Captain America. Like who knows? Like they really the, the this Marvel Cinematic Universe is special because they're taking uh, characters and stories that we're familiar with, but they're tweaking them in very small ways, sometimes really big ways, and we're still accepting it as nerds. Like we're very yeah. critical of our stories, and they're doing it in a way where we're not we don't feel cheated. We don't feel like they're they're tainting it. It's its own thing, and we're okay with it. And I, I honestly, I don't care what they do because I, I know it's in good hands. Like, I know that the next movie, the next five movies, whatever he's doing, are going to be really good movies. Yeah. And it's really tough for a studio to go in with those expectations and meet those every single time. But if anyone can do it, it's Marvel. They've proven it. Yeah, it, they definitely have. And I do know that Marvel is shifting some, you know, they've taken a look at the market and stuff like that. And they're shifting some of their movies. Um, they're also kind of shifting around their TV um, universe as well that's part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe so we're going to see some changes I think it's all going to be for the positive um, we've kind of seen what uh, Warner Brothers has done and they've kind of done it wrong and they're kind of they're doing just the opposite They're kind of, instead of moving stuff around in a positive way they're closing things down and narrowing their view which unfortunately is not going to help much no it's so, not um but no, I I think you know after Age of Ultron, you know I was kind of like okay I can kind of be done with the Marvel universe. This kind of wasn't as as exciting as I had hoped for. But after seeing Cat, you know Civil War, I'm I'm really excited. I you know I've never been a huge Captain America or Iron Man fan, but I really like these characters. I really like how Robert Downey Jr. plays Tony Stark, and you know he brings a lot of life to that character. And I like what Chris Evans has done with Captain America. So. It really like you're totally right. Like we've talked so much about how we're starting to come down from the superhero movie age, and I was on that same boat with you. I was like, eh, it's it's starting to wear on me a little bit. But this movie is so special that it really has not just for its own movie, but for movies coming up in the future revamped me and gotten me re-excited about new characters and new stories that we're about to see, that is really hard to do. Yeah. Very many movies, franchises, or genres have been able to do that in the past, but after Civil War, you're completely right. I am so stoked for a Black Panther movie. I'm so me stoked too. for a Spider-Man movie. I'm so stoked for Infinity War, for Guardians of the Galaxy, like, has rejuvenated everything about the upcoming slate that they've got coming. Yeah. Super cool. All right. Well, for those of you, uh, you know, shoot us your shoot us your comments, your thoughts. How, if you liked the movie, if you hated the movie, you thought it was great, you thought it was crap. What you like, what you didn't like. You know, if you didn't like the new Spider-Man suit, okay. If you didn't like new Spider-Man, all right. Tell us why. Don't just say because he sucks. You know, give us a, a really good reason. We want to hear from you guys. Yeah, we want to talk about your point of view and and maybe even come up with a counter or a rebuttal because. Who knows, you might be missing that one thing that makes you fall in love with this character, a misunderstanding or, or something. <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we definitely think they did, but do you feel that way? Exactly, exactly. So, All right, with that said, um, we're out of time. We're going to take off, and as always, you know, like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter, and check out the YouTube videos uh, that we have out there because there are plenty for you to watch, and uh, we definitely want to hear your thoughts. Awesome, guys. With that said, we're out of here. Let it geeks. Deadpool. 
Hey Dungeon Crawlers, are you wanting to level up your gaming experience? Then we have something just for you. We've recently teamed up with Battle Bards to bring you this amazing offer. That's right, if you are interested in adding soundtracks or sound effects to your gaming experience to make it even more amazing and more intense, then this is what you need to do. Go to BattleBards.com and we have specific DCR codes for you. You can punch in DCR1 at the end of uh, purchasing, and this is valid for the packages of the $10 or the $25 package, or DCR2, which is for the $50 package or the $100 package, or DCR3, which is anything from $150 or the $300 packages. Now, what these do is these give you custom rewards. So, DCR1 will give you one predetermined track for free. Uh, and then DCR2 will give you up to five tracks, which is half of an album. And then, of course, DCR3 will give you ten predetermined tracks, uh, which is a full album of audio. Now, this is super amazing and just will allow you to get more for your gaming experience. So, please, if you're interested, run out to BattleBards.com, throw in your coupon code, get free stuff, because who doesn't love free stuff? Until next time, we'll catch you later.